Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 391, the box office report for the week ending July 8th. I'm rusty. Yeah, I am rusty, too. (laughs) It's been a while. Uh, Man, every time somebody does that in my head. It's been a while. uh, Every single time. I I just had this conversation yesterday where I was like, I have to actively not do it. Like say that. Well, it's just like with <laughs> it's just like in Halloween when she says, "Annie, are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> how are you, like? How do you not instantly jump to smooth criminal? I because I never noticed it until you pointed it out. Wait a minute, you never noticed it's one of those in Halloween until I. Well, point, I mean, like, like I never noticed the defen- Michael Jackson his connection. Defense, it's Michael Jackson related. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would I mean, it help if it were Alien Ant Farm related? No. Okay, that's fair. Isn't that that's a that's always been a weird thing? Like, how many bands have come out? With a with a cover that did really well, and then never did anything else. To, to Soft be, sell, tainted love. Ooh, that's a good one. To be that's fair, very true. That's right. That's that's too. That's, I know they're famous from that, but that entire album is actually good. That they, they, they had movies off. Movies. That, movies was a, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Movies was a good song, but there's a whole bunch of songs. I don't remember them all by name, but if you listen to that whole album, like that's actually a really good album. Yeah, but that their I would say their biggest hit was the cover. Oh, oh I mean, there's no oh, doubt. Yeah. I just but they're not a one hit wonder, which is the you know. But right. everyone knows Miser. That. Miser did a cover of Zombie, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. but that was was that. A, 
a nationwide hit, or was that just something oh, that they played? I think they just got played kind of locally on the radio. It was a good cover. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, also, I mean, that cover of Smooth Criminal is good, though. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it's a, it's a, a really fun, it's good a fun cover. cover. Oh, yeah, it is. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Billy Idol, Money, Money. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody messes with Billy Idol. Uh, so where were we? Everything we're, Bruno Mars has ever made. <laughs> which is, a is he the one that got sued? Like twice now. Has he really? Me and was Tom. That, was No, he. Well, you, I think you're thinking of Pharrell. Pharrell got sued. Pharrell for, got sued for by oh, lines. Okay. And now Bruno Mars. Wait, wait no, Pharrell Bruno Mars, got Yeah. Pharrell got sued. I thought it was Alan, Th- Alan Thicke. Robin yeah. Thicke. Robin and Thicke. I think Pharrell was the. Was, producer. Was like uh, the writer producer. Uh, was, yeah. But Robin Thicke performed it. Yeah, I yeah, could have yeah. sworn. No, it was he Ed Sheeran. Oh Ed God, Sheeran God. got gigged by Al Green. God, they're all no, getting... Al, Al Sh- Red, Ed Sheeran got by Tom Petty. No, okay. Sam Smith got gigged oh, by okay. Tom Petty. <laughs> all those, <laughs> they've all got, all, <laughs> they all blur together. They're yeah. All... <laughs> and then Huey Lewis got gigged by or the guy from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, got Ray Parker by, yeah, got gigged by but Huey he Lewis. Got, yeah, I was going to say, Huey Lewis And then Huey his. Lewis ran his mouth and, and uh, yeah. lost it all again. <laughs> lost, it, lost it back. Oh. And now yeah, he's deaf. Yeah, that's true. Like, and now he's deaf. Womp womp. But isn't it odd? So every time you hear a new song Vanilla come out. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, exactly. Every time you hear a new song come out, I swear it's a, a sample of something else. Like, I feel like there's no original music anymore. I'm not saying there's none. But I think there's original music, but we don't hear it. But they sample I mean, every yep. pop artist or pop, you know. I think they, now it's like when you write something new, somebody's like, well, that sounds like something else. There's only yeah, so many chord you, progressions right. that you can do, right? And you play that Sam Smith song over that Tom Petty song. Right. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like, it's, it's identical. Slow down version. Yeah, it's the same but thing. But I, I do that with songs all the time in the car. It'll play, and then on, on, I'll. You know, I'll just start singing like the song it sounds like, <laughs> and my wife will be like, "Oh man, yeah. you're right." Yeah, but yeah. you know, but I don't think like I don't. I think the blurred line things was kind of a joke. It had the same vibe, but like feel uh, to it. Who did he get sued by? Uh, that was the Marvin uh, Gaye. Yes. Yeah. 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 And when you hear the original, like, yeah, I hear the similarities, but it was right. more about kind of how the song felt than it was. Like note for note. It's not like Vanilla Ice, who's like, no, ours goes like this. Yeah, and I, that was crazy. Like, no, that's not plagiarism <laughs> because, see, at this point is where I picked up the needle, and then oh, uh, <laughs> oh no, wait, like the fact that he thought he could put like a ch at the end the, of the exact. You know what? Same it wouldn't. I, I don't think it would have been as bad if he didn't go on like MTV or VH1 and try to defend it. Yeah, and everybody's just like, uh huh. I mean, it would have been bad, but him trying to justify it, yes, it was worse. No, you're theirs right. goes like this. The worst is when you're at a trivia night and they're like, name that song, and they play that ding, 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 ding. And you got to wait. And then they stop, and you're like, well, you got a 50 50 chance. Yeah. It could be Why don't you just flip a quarter and ask us to pick heads or tails? You bunch of. Yeah. The worst, though, I think I talked about this a million years ago, is when you're at a trivia night for a Catholic school and they're playing like. Motley Crue shout at the devil Pour some sugar on me And I'm like I got yelled at for listening to this (laughs) stuff Like yeah I got honest to God Yelled at by a nun for listening to Motley Crue In the 7th grade Look at they look like ladies And now it's like oh it's old timey (laughs) rock and roll It's on Casey The times they are Uh, changing And because it's Catholic school Still the same nun. That's right. Because right, right. they never go and away. And she was 90 away. when you were a kid. Right. It's like, how? <laughs> I was 90 when I was a kid. 
<laughs> She's still so, trying to hit me in the knuckles with that ruler. Yeah, it just keeps getting longer. It's like your ears. They never <laughs> yeah, stop growing. Right. <laughs> so I guess we should probably go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. We are Danless this week, so God only knows what sort of hole we'll dig for ourselves. We'll but, figure it out. But uh, but we'll try yeah, our have best no fear. to dig that hole, <laughs> is what we're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah I dig that hole. <laughs> See? Dig. Already uh, starting. Uh, yeah. So shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, That uh, helps us tremendously. So uh, you can also check us out at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Shares. Share the show with a friend, and uh, we will thank you by name on the... I was going to say radio, but we're not on the radio. Nope. <laughs> on the internet. Yes. How I about just, that? I just play these on our own pirate radio station. Oh, look Someone at that. picks it yeah, up. Yeah, there's, there's Slew has a radio station. We just take it over. Yeah. yeah. Just plugs in at night. and. <laughs> yeah, no one's there. Yeah. Joking. Break I, in. I got keys in. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. So uh, people who were kind enough to share the show uh, over the last nine weeks, <laughs> since the last time I read one of these, uh, Musings of a Cosplay Witch, Zach Bach, Timmy Tuzoons, Librarian Cynthia, Travis Tewitt, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, Julianne Jordan, Chris James, Tom Comiskey, Griffin Fox Smith, Chris Sanders, Chris Magic Man, Dustin, at Nerds at Night Gaming, Richard Lawson, Lane LeVanway, Ralph Tribble, Jason Weesey, Nick Scott, Linnea Thunsel, and Troy Anspaw. So thank you very much, guys, for sharing the show. And if you would like to be added to that list, all you need to do is share the show on Facebook and have your privacy settings <laughs> yeah. set to where I can see them. Set the Shut the share as public. That's I always weird. feel like who, I see every week that there's people... Yep. There's more people sharing the show than names I can read. Yep. So I'm like, are these people like secretly pissed or are they just like No, they're like, I'm fine not having Tom see my profile. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's probably yeah, it's probably somebody who's <laughs> that has like a name that gets made fun of yeah, all the time. Like, no, it's fine. Like, you know, it's Joey like, Butts. Mother, yeah, it's like mother mother. <laughs> David Pussylander. <laughs> he's like he's like, I I'm not going down this road. I like the show, I will share what it, was, but they do not need to say my when name. When he's older, he'll he'll own it. What yeah. was the uh I was oh wasn't there a a Bond villain whose last name was it was Honey Dang it. Not Honey Dang It. But yeah. and there's Pussy Galore. There's Pussy Galore, but there was a, like they'd have you know, obviously there's a lot of vagina. A lot of that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one. I'm almost positive there was one called like Honey something. Honey Rider. Yeah, there it is. That hmm. which one was she? Was she She's a Roger? Zach Rider. She a <laughs> spelled different. Uh, uh, she's from uh, Roger Moore. Doctor No. Oh, that was Ursula. Oh, that's the first one. It was Ursula, Ursula Andrews. Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Andrus. That's Andrus. That's the one that uh, Heather Graham's bikini was based off of. Okay, sure. When oh. she walks out in the white bikini, that was the. Oh. That's the one it's based on. Ah. So the more you James, know. James Bond corner for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I like I've tried to get into James Bond I love it. and I just can't do it. Really? I've Even tried. The, did you like the new ones? They were okay. Okay. Like, I would have never go see them on my own, but they were Quantum of Solace was a that snooze. Was a, that was a snooze. That, that was, was the one they had to get out before the writer strike. Right. And yeah. they shouldn't have. No, it I'd, was brutally just boring. Skyfall. That one. Tell me you didn't Skyfall like Skyfall. Was I enjoyed it, but I, I can't imagine ever go, sitting down and watching it again. Really? I, you know. Which is the one with Javier Bardem? That is... That's not Skyfall. Or is that Skyfall? Is that, that Spectre? No, no that's okay, Skyfall. So that is Skyfall. Spectre's yeah. the one is. with um, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. he's Blofeld. Yes. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Who's his brother? Who's it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Double just spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> stop trying to pretend like it's all one story. Just yeah. Re- right. Just, yeah, just right. reboot. Yeah. The damn it's thing. fine. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. I mean, just like I said, I've tried. Just did you not watch them as kids? Like I started. I tried to watch when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Who was James Bond at that point? Uh, was it Roger Moore? So it would have been, you know, really the first time I started paying attention was when there was, it was Roger Moore, but there was the Sean Connery oh, knockoff like James never Bond. Never Say Never Again. Never Say Never Again. Yeah. Oh. And so um, it's, yeah, so. Woody Allen is Tom's James Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, um, so, but then I went back and watched like the first, I was going to watch them all the way through and I watched Ooh, like, man, Doc. Not like in a day or anything, but, but still, I was gonna, that's, that's a you know. Well, back then, now, there was back, like well, back then there were three. Right. So. Now, now there's twenty five. Yeah. Back then we called it the James Bond trilogy. <laughs> it wasn't so difficult. The James Bond universe was yeah. three, three yeah. movies. But uh, yeah, I did Doctor No, and then what's the second Goldfinger. one? Goldfinger, and maybe I did the third one, and then I was just like, "This is boring. Why am I subjecting myself to this?" And I stopped. <laughs> okay, so. I think, yeah, if you don't watch them as a kid, it's kind of like how your first James Bond is your favorite, usually. Like, yeah. I, you grow up with that nostalgia attached to it, and I think if you don't get into it as a kid, probably as an adult, you're just like, you don't see the thrill of the spy story or something, you know. I don't know those like are the really, idea of it. Yeah, those aren't really yeah. spy stories at that point. They don't become, like, spy stories until well, he, the I mean, Casino Royale. James Bond's a spy, right? Yeah, but they go full superhero by, like, the fourth one. Yeah. Where he's just like judo chop and knocking people out with yeah, punch. Some, he's in space. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker. Yeah, yeah. Like it's funny how much I know <laughs> about James Bond <laughs> without having yeah. <laughs> ever seen them. Oh yeah. yeah, well that that poster's I love that poster. Yeah. That's a good poster. Yeah. And Richard Keel was he's on an episode of the Monkeys. So you got oh really? That. Yeah, there you oh. go. He played like a Frankenstein type monster, and uh, he was Jaws, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah he's a big huge guy yeah. But he was on an episode of The Monkees, and he was, uh, he's also, for the MST3K fans, he's EGOT. Yes, that's right. That's right. And thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of uh, Mike Nesmith. <laughs> right. That's what I do. It always ties back into The Monkees. Yes. It all I bet you connect to everything to The Monkees yeah. in some degree, like people can with Kevin Bacon. Challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. I think it, the, the Kevin Bacon thing is if you can get to... Because if you can get... Like uh, Chris Penn, De Niro... But you've got Jack Nicholson... To tie everything into that's true. So I mean, yeah, yeah that that makes it pretty easy. It's pretty when, easy yeah. at that point. Yeah, if you can get to Mystic River, like that's always the goal. Is if you can get to Mystic River, you're golden because that's how you do it. Hmm. I can. I used to be able to do Gizmo. What? Yeah, you, there's a way you could do Gizmo to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, I thought you tied everything to Gizmo. No, 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 yeah. no. That's <laughs> like, well, that's impressive. Get, yeah, I think you have to Charlie go through. Chaplin to Gizmo. Go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Gizmo. Was in Gremlins with Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates was in Fast Times with Chris Penn. Chris Penn was in Mystic River with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Everything so tall, Mystic <laughs> River. Yeah. yeah, amazing. That's okay. how you do it. Fair enough. Yeah. There's so, there's your cheat for yeah. six degrees of Kevin yeah. Bacon. Oh. So uh, so anyway, there's uh, I guess all of your shameless plugs and thank you for sharing the show. I guess we will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And this weekend it is one of those movie of the week type of weeks. The uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, this is of course an early estimate, but it's estimated to come in with seventy nine million dollars. So that's uh, I think they said it was twenty million higher than the first one. I don't know if okay. you remember, but I mean so oh. so. Better than the first one's opening by quite a bit, which is great. 
Uh, you know, Ant-Man, I think, was kind of one of those surprises. It was one of those that everyone was kind of like, Ant-Man. It was Guardi- are... Guardians level. But, we're just like, oh, right. geez. But they pulled it off. I think everybody had a lot of fun with it. I, I, you know, I haven't really talked to anyone who didn't at least enjoy somewhat the first Ant-Man. And, and no, this... it's a fun movie. And, 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 and it's also the most kid-friendly. I would agree. Of That's the true. Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think, I think especially coming off of we had questioned with Infinity War, I, you know, you just had that huge. I mean, you had Black Panther, then you had Infinity War. It's like, are people going to show up for Ant Man? It's a lot, and it's one of the lower tier characters. And but if you'll remember, last time it was coming off of an Avengers movie as well. It was. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, no, it was going into. Was it? I thought yeah, it was going off of. No, it was going into because they. So Ant Man came out, and then Civil. He shows up in Civil War. And Civil War was after Ant Man. But I thought he was coming off. Uh, I thought it was after an Avengers movie. What came out before Ant Man? Uh. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I so it may have been Avengers too. So the first Ant Man I found was 57 million opening, and this one's estimated at 79, which you know it could even go up from there. So yeah, sure. that's a that's a lot bigger for you know a sequel coming off of Infinity War. Jeez, yeah, it seems uh, like that it, movie just happened. It's, it's also like Infinity War was a a heavy movie yeah and this is definitely a lot like you know this is a prequel yeah. or happening at the same time yeah uh and it's a much lighter movie it's great counter programming to themselves yeah it's a way to stop it from getting too like dour right you know even like i watched uh infinity war again oh well i, well, I was on i, I was did, gonna say oh, how yeah. did i was hmm, the math how did you uh <laughs> I was. Well, on, I thought maybe you were on a pirate cruise. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was on a Disney cruise. Yeah, that counts. And uh, and they do have pirate night. Yeah. But uh, oh. but they show first run movies because they own movies, and so they were showing Infinity War. So I watched. Uh, uh, Crystal hadn't seen it, so we went and watched oh, Infinity War. Nice. And and uh, um and that's even for how it ends. It's still a pretty light movie. Like there's a lot of funny oh, parts. In yes. It, yes. You know. Yeah. It yeah. it it definitely hits you. Because it's so light, yeah, and I don't mean like light, funny, haha. But it's not. It doesn't. When it gets to that end, like it's double. They ended it's on doubly, like an empire. It's, it's doubly yeah. effective because it's yeah, not. Crystal didn't know. And oh, so really? When it ends when it ends like that, and she's just like, she's like, what? The what? Yeah. yeah. What happens <laughs> yeah. now? Can we can we take a moment to acknowledge how we live in this geek circle and how like to us it's like oh my god someone doesn't know how Infinity War won- like <laughs> yeah. that thought would never go through my mind there's people that don't know anything about the stuff that we live in yeah. well especially because it-, it made so much money right but, but like, still like the- isn't it weird though when like to us thinking about like oh I've never like some people out there like I've never seen a Star Wars and there are how many of those out 10 of them yeah, no 11 but it's like some people are like, I've never seen one. And to us, that's blasphemy. Yeah, like, there's like, a whole what? world out there that's just <laughs> never wrong with you. They're like Firefly. What is that? A bug you catch? Like, there's I just will a say, whole, I've never is. seen Firefly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I've never have either. Nope. Deep uh, card pulled. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ant-Man came out after Avengers Age of Ultron. Got it. And but before Civil War. Right, right, right. Don't argue with Tom's endless amount of useless I would knowledge. never. Don't or know. or Google. I don't. Yeah, well, I googled it to verify, <laughs> yeah. but but you were yeah. That's true. Tom was Google before Google existed. <laughs> you had to actually know stuff when I was. Right? Right. Yeah, you could just. Type I read it all in these there. books when I was a kid. I had I I don't I had this book, and it was called the Great Sitcom Book. Okay, and it was like an encyclopedia, but for sitcoms. Oh, and it would take each year, and then 
break out every sitcom that premiered that year. So it was, and it started in like 1951. Oh my gosh! And it was like the 1951-52 season. And then if it, the show was a big hit, you might get three or four pages. And it was wow. the size of a textbook. Sure, sure. You know, um, and so you might get you know three to five pages on. I love Lucy, ah. but you might only get like two paragraphs on here's Lucy. Tom, right? I think you were For just the reading the Los Angeles phone book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, my grandparents used to have, there was a giant like movie hound book that. Oh, I used to love movie hounds. Yeah, Guide that's, to the that's what it was. Yeah. Like it was IMDb before Leonard, IMDb. Leonard Malton's yearly movie yep. book. Every year he would come out and, and re-edit with the newer stuff in there, which stopped a few years back was just a, sa- a shame a, just because of yeah. books, right? Right. But Leonard Malton and then movie hound. Uh, there were a few like that that were, and then I had movie hounds pocket guidebook. I would bring that's to what Blockbuster. It was. That's what it was. My yeah, grandparents there were big the, ones, the but the pocket one. Yeah. yeah. And so I'd bring that to Blockbuster when I was looking for like, where's a cool movie that I haven't heard of? Because I mean, at that point in time, there, the internet was not. Yeah. Like, Blockbuster didn't have it. Yeah, so <laughs> they were just like, well, what? at the end, let's be fair. Have anything? <laughs> Do you remember at the very end, Blockbuster still operated on that like blue screen, like the t- monochrome screen? Yes, or I like? do. I am. <laughs> I'm quite proficient to this day at that screen. I always find that funny at the very end when I would go to Blockbuster and I'm like trying to turn in my like knockoff Redbox movies or whatever, and they're like, "Sorry, this will take a second And I look at their screen. And yep, it's it was it was old, man. It was an old system, but it worked. Yeah. It just took a little bit. It was but a it POS. Worked. It was it was a POS. It's funny you should bring up books. I was, uh, as I'm sure you both know, I love. Yeah, the did you just find books? I found out we that do books know. were a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like I was looking up, I was looking for the Halloween. He's like, there aren't any pictures in here. <laughs> These are stupid. This one's broken. <laughs> Take it back. What did people do before pictures? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was looking for the Halloween novelization. Oh, sure. Just because like there's more like apparently why not? Because there's more, no, a lot do. of times there's more there's, stuff. A lot of times yeah. the novelizations, yeah, because they they have to come out at the same time as the movie, so they would they would send the screenplay right to whoever was writing the novelization, and so whatever was taken out of the movie, there are deleted yeah. scenes. That's how you got deleted scenes right. before deleted scenes. Also, like, spoilers before yeah. a movie comes out. Yeah. They release those, and you can if find you out. read fast enough. A yeah. lot of times the book came out like the Tuesday before the movie, sure, but sure. but uh, but yeah, because like the 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 Han Solo job of the Hut scene is in the Star Wars. Oh, novel. sure, sure. Uh, apparently, it's out of print, and you can't find one for less than one hundred and forty bucks. Don't do it, Joe. No, he's asking for for Christmas. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to okay. do it. I mean, if I could find one that was like reasonable, oh, well, right, you know, right. but I would probably do it. But yeah, I would just went to I went to eBay just because like Amazon didn't have it, right? And I was just like, well, let's just you know see yeah. if I can. I'm sure I could. I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like, oh, here's the Superman the movie novelization for a penny. Great, I'll buy that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, 139 was the first one. I was probably just like, very Good limited. Lord. I mean, think about how indie that movie was. You know, at the time. Yeah, probably. So those books are probably just somebody had like low. a set of one through six. Mm. They were selling for a grand. Oof! And I was just Good like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Can I find it at the library? <laughs> so yeah, Ant Man coming in at uh, about 22 million higher than the first one. So that's great, and uh, you know we'll see where this one goes. But and that's the episode next, so we'll get into it. Coming in at number two, Incredibles two. Um, that one I, I is just a smash hit. Uh, we all knew that it was going to do well, but uh, so far it's already made uh, five hundred million dollars, five hundred and six to be exact, and it's like two hundred and five, two hundred and eight overseas. So you're talking about seven hundred million dollars for Incredibles two in week four. Like, Man, it's crazy. So that uh, opened like. What we la- that opened, I think, the Friday that we left on the cruise. Yeah. We were so, so light on our estimate that we, yeah, because it, and so <laughs> I, uh, 
Um, I didn't see the box office numbers till I got back because there's like the Wi-Fi in the boat. I'm not wasting on how much mo- on a box <laughs> office report. And uh, um, and so I get back and I'm like sitting at the airport where I have Wi-Fi and I'm like, oh, look and see. I wonder what it did. And I was, I honest to God, I was like, is this a typo? Like, or did the, is did, this did Disney just rig the numbers for the ship? I well, yeah, well, I was, I honestly thought when it showed because at that point it had been out, I think for two weeks, and it said it had made three hundred ninety six million dollars, and I was like. Did they put in like the international numbers by accident? Like I honest to God thought it was a mistake. It's there. So I think we like they estimated something like one twenty or one thirty. I think I'm trying to think back to the episode. We estimated one fifty, which was high. It ended up opening at one eighty two point six domestic. In the words of Dan wow. Graney, kids movie. Yeah, but I over, mean, but over it's a not. holiday weekend. But, but that's the thing, though. That's it, why it's so successful. Is yeah, it kids right. can oh, see sure, it, sure, right? Sure, yeah. But the the subject matter is pretty heavy. Like right. I'm amazed. Wade has nothing to do with it, Kevin. Well, you know, I mean, well, he did get in shape to get in that Back to the Future. Yeah, he did get in shape for that suit, though. Remember, he was a little pudgy in the first <laughs> yeah, one, but, then he, yeah. <laughs> but that movie, like, I'm watching it, and there's so much talking. And again, I'm into it, but I'm looking around at the kids, kind of wiggle worming and everything. Yeah, and I'm like. These aren't, and as Brad Bird will tell you, like, this isn't a kid's movie. Kids can see it, but he writes a movie, and it just happens to be animated. There's fun action in it. But, I mean, anyone that calls that a kid's movie is not looking close enough mm. because it is not a, quote-unquote, kid's movie. It's animated. Right. And But, yeah, it's huge. I mean, $700 million for a sequel that came out 14 years later. Yeah, we talk about how sometimes that's its detriment. Oh, 14 right. Avatar movies. Like, does anyone remember Avatar? Like, that's going to come out 10 years later or whatever it's going to end up being. Nobody's going to care. And it's like, God, and, and does anyone rewatch that movie? And then this, 14 years later, $700 million. Yeah. That's like, uh Good for them. I mean, Dis- Disney's like, we got to make up that Fox money somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they'll do it. I'm not, if anyone can do it, yeah. it's Disney. Yeah. Number three, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, a movie from a couple weeks ago that came in at $30.8 million, which is a 49% drop. That is up to $335 million uh, domestic and $700 million overseas. That was at, I think that was at like $250 million overseas before it opened uh, here. So, yeah, it's $700 million. It's over a billion dollars. It cracked the billion dollars last week on a $170 million budget. We finally have that number. So... Three weeks over five times its budget. Well, Jurassic World 3. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. No doubt at all. So you can go listen to that episode, of course. Number four, The First Purge. That's another movie that came out this week. Uh, did anyone happen to see that it's one? a little too close to home. I did. Uh, you did? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did. Uh, and? That, that one opened to $18.4 million. How was it? Uh, I will say uh, it, it was graded on a curve. But it was probably the best one since the first one. Oh wait! Um, oh, you didn't like that last one with Frank Grillo? I no, think? no, no. The, the first one was the Ethan Hawke one. Which Frank Grillo one? Because there's this. I think he's the last in one. I was yeah, just saying he's the, in two. I've only seen one, and it was the la- the third one. Oh well, there's a. I think he's in the second one, and it's basically the Punisher. Yeah. yeah. And then is this the fourth one? Yeah. I think so yeah. Okay, so the third one is where he's protecting the president. Yeah, yeah, that's the only the one president I've ever elect. Seen. Where I watched, I'm like, that wasn't... watch the second one because okay. he's basically just auditioning to be a Punisher. Yeah, like, that was a Punisher movie. Yeah, he's just so, running. He's wearing a big long black trench coat, like black t shirt and black pants, and just murking people. So yeah. this is how it got started. Yes, this is the, the yes, it's the first purge. And, and so, uh, and they, it's funny how they did it in that they kind of hedged their bets in that 
it's an experiment and it's only on Staten Island. Ah. And so now they can still go do another first purge, right? A nationwide the, uh, one. Okay. So oh. they can kind of, you know, so they, Interesting. Can, they can do it again. And uh, I, I think this is the one uh, that seems to be, to most own its politics, um, okay. which is, will probably frustrate the, some the people. Right politics? Like... Correct or no? No. Well, the, isn't it old white men that put this on? Yeah. Basically? So right, it's, right, it's right. definitely not, not not the correct politics. The the right sided politics. Like, well, this is Hollywood, so yeah. yes, I mean, right. No, well, so that would be the left it's, side. Like, it's, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's, okay. It, it's you know, it's 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 definitely a, a left wing. Sure. Sure, ideology sure, sure. from the point of view of the film right and that you know con- basically conservatives have taken over and this is their way to to kind of weed out poor people right like there's a point where there's actually there there's just clansmen flat out <laughs> clansmen going through do they have uh, purging they do not damn it yeah uh that's too unbelievable for a movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I, no one's gonna believe that <laughs> yeah. but and i like i still think that like uh I wish these movies would just get more out there yep. with their politics. Really? Like, oh. like I, you know, like so I'm like more out there. It's about killing people one day of the week, and everyone's like, because hey. like this, I feel like this is the first one that really acknowledged that it's like, yeah, this is going to really target poor people. It's right. going to really be to their detriment the most because the rich people can get better weapons and can hole up okay. in their houses. And the first one kind of talked about that, but it was always kind of at the periphery. Which I dug. I thought, you know, it was always yeah. It, but it was like you know, because if you remember, Ethan Hawke sold right security. He would systems, modify right? your home to right. be purge proof, mm. and uh, and so oh, they're creating new jobs. It's exactly yeah. like they said, uh-huh. yeah. And so uh, this is this one is kind of like I think has is the most overtly political, and uh, and I think it was the better for it. I just think it would be. I wish that they would really sit down and think about from a sociological standpoint how people would react what they would do because they still kind of just devolves in the standard action movie with jump scares kind of stuff got it, got it, got it. and uh and this the the premise of this movie is is so interesting it could be regardless of your politics it's a better movie for what it's doing mm-hmm. uh, for you know it makes it a better movie i think when they just kind of officially like yeah, this is this is know, what we're doing, and I, I wish it would almost treat it a little bit more seriously. I think it would be a lot, a lot better for it. Interesting. But, so, but it doesn't come off preachy though. It's not like you. Um, I mean, yeah. Is your is your degree. main character a black dude? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will also say it's interesting that these movies seem to have. It didn't begin this way. Nope. But they. Uh, well, in the first one, they're protecting a black dude. But I mean, they they seem to have become. I, I hate to reduce movies in quite this way, but they they seem to be much more like black movies. Um, That's I, like true I that... will say, the theater I went to, and and I saw it in St. Charles. So people from outside of St. Louis, <laughs> let me just say, St. Charles is the patron saint of white flight. <laughs> uh, it's where um, it's it's where um, I mean, it's a very white yeah. Republican part of town. Um, it's not where I live. It's where I work. Uh, <laughs> Just putting it out there. But um, but so I I clocked out and went and went and saw the movie, and I was the only white person in the theater. Interesting. In a very white part of town. Yeah, I think I the, was the only white person. I think in the, the antagonist in the last one 
was a black chick. But yeah. do you think that a lot of, I, I have no idea. I've only seen that last one, but do you think that a lot of white people feel like they're the ones being targeted in these movies? Cause it's like the people putting on the purge, the bad guys are white people. I, that could be that like the, the more Rich, the movie gets political, people. the more, and this one definitely like it, it kind of go, you know, goes into some black lives matter type stuff. And, and, uh, and so, I'm, maybe I mean I'm I guessing know. there's a lot of people that wouldn't see it because they're just like they feel that that is an attack on that then, could be. then they are the snowflake bunnies yes grow up uh, like just go it, a movie's a movie yeah not everything has to be for not you. everything has to be for you yeah, yeah. you know like and, but yeah like I thought it was for for the the turn it seems to be taking I think it makes it, it better still not great but yeah, it's it makes for a more interesting story because the the hero in, of the movie ends up being a drug dealer who's because he's the one who knows how to work guns and stuff. And oh, so sure, he sure. ends up kind of becoming the avenging angel of Staten Island who's protecting people. Interesting. There so, you go. Yeah. Well, so it opened to eighteen point five on a thirteen million dollar budget. That's so, a high budget for a boy. I, boy, thirteen million. Yeah, boy, that's a good looking movie for thirteen oh, million dollars. Yeah? Is this Bloomhouse? These oh, are yeah. Bloomhouse movies. I think so. I don't think so. I think it's they uni- are. It says Universal. Uh, producers, Jason Bloom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wow. thought these were. Yeah. These were. All, these are all him. I mean, geez, they know how to do it though. If there's this one person not, that th- can make a good looking movie on a low budget, <laughs> this does not look like a thirteen million dollar movie. Please. I would have guessed thirty five to forty. Oh wow. That, yeah. That's why there's no other Jason Bloom like this guy. You know, because we talk about people like uh, what's his face that used to make the old uh, Roger Corman. But those oh. movies didn't look good. Right. No, hell like, no. But Jason Bloom can add, you know, $4 million. I know that the money's a little different, so maybe it's just a little bit more than Corman. But, like, then the movies are polished. It's not a little bit. Adjust for inflation, though, is it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, so yeah. Like, well, yeah, you know, when right he makes on. a movie for a million or half a million, adjust for inflation, maybe it's 3 or 3.5. Well, I will also say, though, is would Roger Corman's movies have looked like this if the technology had been where it was? Maybe for their day... They looked as close to because okay. oh, if you go back yeah, and right look on. at old Hollywood movies, even the big budget ones to, by today's standards right. look pretty crap. Like Clash right. of the Titans or right. something like comparatively. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this guy though, he knows how to do it. It's amazing when he comes out with a movie five to ten million dollars budget. I don't think he's ever had a movie that lost money. Like I honestly Isn't it just don't. That one with Olivia Wilde or whatever. I don't even think that lost money. I think that mm-hmm. I think I by I mean, the time you factor in the just you know the yeah. foreign markets and home video like I mean he's I had just, disappointments I, I just watched I just watched yeah. Truth or Dare yeah yikes yeah not very good but yeah. I mean oh it made a ton of money it, it, yeah it made ninety two million worldwide on a three point five million dollar budget that's that's what yeah. I'm saying I don't think the guys ever ha- I mean the only one that even you, you rem- could say it's a bad movie and he's gonna be like scoreboard bitch. yeah right yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm, you know, 52 and 0. Yeah. I think the ghost, the the last paranormal activity, I think, was the one. Gem and the Holograms. Ooh, that's a Blumhouse movie? Yep. $5 million budget. $5 million, 2.3 million worldwide. Oh, that was bad. Wow. That was a bad yep. movie. What did the what did the uh, paranormal activity, the ghost dimension? Um, I Let's say, so I'm looking in order of box office. Oh, okay. uh, it looks like the Ghost Dimension is the lowest. Yeah. And that had a $10 million budget and it made $78 million worldwide. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so you really got to look at the... Um, it, now, I don't think this was Bloomhouse. It was just Jason Bloom, but Hamlet 2000 with Ethan Hawke. That was probably did, just... He was a producer on interesting that. Interesting that it's also starring Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Yeah. It well, sounds yeah, like... that connection. Yeah. It sounds like, I'll do your Purge movie, 
But yeah, well, that was in two thousand. Well, no, yeah, it was way before. Oh, but okay. that's yeah, how he yeah. knows him, obviously. Gotcha. He produced. The, yeah, because yeah, he was in the Purge. Yeah. He was in Sinister, which was also Blumhouse. Like yeah. that's. Um, yeah, so I mean, the only oh man, that was so good. The only other one though, like Upgrade, looked awesome, oh, and and Joe really liked it. I that, did. It was so much fun. That only made eleven million. So if that had a ten to twelve million, I don't know what the budget was on it, but it's like that it couldn't have been much. Yeah, it didn't take off. Like it looked so fun. I, I wish from what I've heard about it, like that it would have done it's, better. If, if Paul Verhoeven had directed the Terminator, okay, like that's the best way to describe it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have checked that up. Coming in at number five, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Uh, that made $7.3 million in week two, which is a 62% drop. Puts it up to $35.3 million domestic. I just watched the first one. Did you like it? Yeah. I still haven't seen the first one. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Do, you like, do you like him, the director? What else did he do? Arrival. Yeah, that was and good. Prisoners. Oh, yeah. Those oh, are yeah. Good. Denny Enemy. Villeneuve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... Blade I, Runner. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we both are on the same page with that. It was though. kind of a little bit of a snooze fest. I liked it oh. a lot, but it was. that's I, a beautiful movie. It's a good that was a great movie. looking yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so just glad kinda, Deacons won finally. It, well it, it just I don't know that it needed to be nine hours long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't gotten the director's cut. Yeah, yeah you haven't they, watched the. Yeah, the, 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 was it Blade Runner twenty forty seven? They called it that because that's when it will <laughs> that's, end. That's the runtime. That's that's when the movie is officially over. <laughs> I think it was twenty forty nine. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But Maybe I left early. <laughs> so I didn't stay for the post credits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just watched the first one. I thought it was awesome. So good. There, I mean, obviously, Villeneuve is an amazing director. Everything he's come out with is With been nothing in the pipeline. Solid. Yep, he's taking a break. Take, but, a, little break, uh, take a little break. Uh, did Maybe you shouldn't take a break after a movie. Like what? It. This isn't him. No, I'm talking about Blade Runner. Did that eat it? I think that did not do what they thought it was going to do. I think it well, it was disappointing. It didn't lose money. I, I think but, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do because that is a. I'm talking from a money standpoint. right, right, right. But that is a niche market. Sure, I that, think that, that they movie. thought that over time it had built up a bigger following than it actually had. Yeah, it's so. I mean, nope. Blade Runner is such a. I, I, I think agree a lot 100%. of people's relationship with Blade Runner is similar to mine, which is like I want to like it so much, and every couple years I'll go back and try it I'm again. I'm right there with you. And they're like, here's a different edit. Oh, maybe this time it'll click for me. And I'm just like, nope. It's a great look and movie. It's, yep. I mean, I might as well watch it with the sound off. I mean, it's everything. It's, everything after it stole from it. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, it's. It I mean it's. It's brilliant. It's just not. I just the storyline is just doesn't really do much for me. That's fair. But I love the look at it. It's a good looking movie. Yeah, so it's like porn. <laughs> Twenty four. Sean Young. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dare to dream. That, well, that, in that window, you know. Yes, yeah. in that window. Now, yes. now well, the new one. They no, made I mean, she doesn't need to do gamilf porn. Gamil. Oh, right. I was yeah. like, gamilf. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so, twenty forty nine had a one hundred and fifty million dollar budget, and it came in at two fifty nine worldwide. So, it probably made its money back with home video and everything. But you know, they're not looking to break even, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. You know, I, I think that's just like we mentioned earlier, outside of our bubble. We all think, oh, my God, they're making a sequel to Blade Runner. Like, that's going to be huge, and it's got Ryan Gosling, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, how many of the general public, how many people, obviously only a fourth of them, but that went to see Jurassic World yeah. are going to go see Blade Runner 2049? It's right. not the same. You can I go think, out and not think about dinosaurs. I, I wonder if there is a way to do these kinds of movies, Blade Runner, The Crow, uh, things like that. Well, apparently there's not a way to do the crow. Yeah, there's no way so to do the crow. Don't even, even the director and Jason Momoa was like, yeah, we're out. They're on like the fourth lead of that movie at this point. Yeah, it was walk. It was, <laughs> let me think. It was Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. Uh, that would have been awful. 
I don't know. It would have been interesting. It would, uh, probably. Awfully in- interesting. Yeah. And awful. Uh, I, I love Bradley Cooper. I'm not against him. I just but can't. But as the moody. I just bro. don't yeah. see him. Eric Draven. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack Houston. Jack Houston. And then Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. I think they've had a plethora of directors. I wonder if like Blumhouse, like a Blumhouse yeah. style company. They need to do a $5 million Blumhouse exactly. treatment. Uh, granted, you're not going to be able to do Blade Runner on $5 million. Sure. So not going to happen. You could do the crow. Oh, for on a five million dollar budget, easy. easy song and a dance. Yes, and easy. a bomb pop. And a bomb pop. <laughs> Maybe a shoulder. Maybe rub. the 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 ice cream man comes out with the bomb <laughs> pop and dances out of the truck to you. That's, that's the same way with Spawn. Sp- uh, and, and, and that's Blumhouse. Blumhouse oh, Jamie is doing. Fox. Is, yeah, and maybe and that's great. And maybe Jeremy Jeremy yeah. Renner. Jeremy Renner as uh-huh. the cape. As the cape. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he could be he could be the guy that hooks up. With, you know. Yeah. All right, gonna get a little nerdy. When Al Simmons oh. dies. Well, hold on. Let me get the people prepared for us to be nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, we're going to start getting nerdy. Now Brace gonna, yourselves. Yeah. When Al Simmons dies, his partner kind of moves in mm. on Wanda, and they get together. Damn it, Shane. Uh, so, you know, maybe he's that guy, or he's the guy that... I don't know. I have no idea what that story is going to be at this point. I I, uh, I think he needs to play the cape. <laughs> I, I think John Bernthal's so good, but every time I see him, I just think, "Damn it, Shane!" Like he just so I just finished such the Punisher. a scumbag in Walking Dead. Uh, that had one of the most cringeworthy, uh, gross-out scenes in first or second season. There's only one season of the Punisher. I thought there was. Oh, I guess he was in. Dare- he was in Daredevil season two. No, isn't? I thought there was a. Oh, it's just the Punisher, Punisher is like the second a, is, time you've seen him. Yes. Got it. Yes, yes, yes. Where they make uh, the guy who plays the brother on Westworld. Okay, sure. He plays the guy who turns out to be Jigsaw in the Punisher, and they make oh, him- Oh, like, you want to play a game? No. <laughs> they <laughs> make him Jigsaw. Okay. Like, it is- It is gnarly. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It, like, it's, it, it's, it's Saw-level- gore yeah what they do to him okay well what frank castle does to him interesting uh so no one saw sicario 2 then i did oh you did see it yeah how was it really good really if you like the first like the problem is is they don't so there's you don't have that uh human character to attach yourself to do they follow up on what happened after the no okay it's there it's it's him it's del toro and brolin yeah it's just them. Yeah. Back There's no in. one to rein them in, or no. you know, it's just them doing their. The government yeah. gives them a job, and they start doing the job. Okay, and the government's like, "Uh, we didn't mean like that." And Brolin's just like, "You told us to go do this, yeah. and we're doing it." And they're just like, "You need to stop." He was like, "There's no stopping it now," and it it gets crazy. Now, is it more without villain of I? Is it more of an action than like a suspenseful? Like, how does it differ from the first one? Um, I would say the look is comparable. Okay, like it looks the it looks the same. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it's all there. Like it's a it's it's who I don't know who the director is, but he's definitely doing his best imitation. Okay, which is I th- I think there's no reason. It's definitely more of like a cop movie. Okay, rather than the first one. Okay, it's yeah. getting good reviews. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I like, it was really good. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I I don't even. That's funny. They don't even list the director on here. Like that's I I don't know who directed it. Honestly, not that we couldn't Google it, but um, Toby I don't be Hooper. You know, maybe it was someone that worked on the first one that maybe. took it over. You yeah, know, that, that could be. Somehow, sometimes they do that. Like a second unit director takes over as the Tom, main director. Tommy Lee Wallace. 
Yeah. Did that for Stefano Solima. Yeah. All right. So I don't. I, yeah, I don't know if he was. He uh, is best known for gritty crime drama films such as. Makes sense. I don't know. Uh, ACAB. All cops are bastards. Well. So this is his claim to fame. Look at your time. That guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, personal. This time it's personal. <laughs> what if they had called it "Most Cops Are Bastards"? All right, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to give me exact numbers. Like eh, about sixty four percent. What if bastards? it's all cops, but Joe Batisi are bastards? <laughs> That's fair. I like that one. <laughs> so it's personal. Okay. Yeah. It's a very complicated acronym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, Sicario. Uh, you know, thirty five million dollars on a thirty five million dollar budget. It has eight million foreign. So uh, you know, probably it's, not doing very well in Mexico. <laughs> what, what I'm really confused about is this. He's an Italian director. This is an Italian film, but the movies called ACAB all cops are bastards so I'm like does that hold up in Italian well, probably bastardos. you're in the mafia bastardos. Joe how does that what's the Italian translation on that all oh. bas- bastardos <laughs> <laughs> all the cops are bastardos Pol- <laughs> Polencia oh. I think that's Spanish actually <laughs> she has no idea <laughs> number six Uncle Drew coming in with 6.3 million dollars it's a 59% drop in week two it is up to almost 30 million dollars domestic uh, $600,000 foreign um, did anyone see Uncle Drew I'm hearing that it's delightful it, I, I'm it, hearing real, like everyone that sees it enjoys it that's I w- there's a oh, I wish I could there was a flick that I was trying to compare it to and I cannot I still can't think of the well one. isn't this like bad grandpa isn't it He's dressing up as an older guy. Oh, no, I think he is an older guy. I think that's the joke, is that he's an older guy who's like a street ball legend who comes back but to it's a young, But it's a young guy dressing oh, up as yes. an older guy. That's what yes, I'm saying. Yes, yes, like yes. I'm sorry. Bad, but I think he's he was saying you thought that you were saying the plot of the movie is he was a young guy pretending that's why yeah, I yeah, said yeah. isn't it like bad yeah. grandpa where he the actor is yes. dressing up as a, is it Shaquille O'Neal or who no Kiri I know he's in it Shaquille but. O'Neal's in it Kiri Irving okay I I'm not a the main I don't, guy I've I, never I, watched Shaquille O'Neal I, I know who LeBron James yeah. is I'm pretty who. much after Meadowlark Lemon I'm out no Michael Jordan too early to whistle Scotty Pippen so Dennis Rodman yeah, I mean, everyone that's seen it says it's really fun. Uh, the reviews are really good for it that I've seen online. So I supposedly pretty fun movie, but all right, yeah. So go see that if you want to see. It had its a, own drink at Ronnie's, the, like the Uncle, Drew? Uncle Drew Brew. Uncle Drew Brew. Yeah, that's oh, what it was. There you go. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I don't trust it. I don't. <laughs> man, well, mix, mix some weird you things also don't in there. Drink. Why would they? No, just... no, it was a, it was a, it was a soda. Oh, like when you it was, say it was brew, a, oh I'm yeah, like, no, it was yeah, a soda. Well, yeah, was like, I think <laughs> beer, <laughs> right, right. Because I'm like, why wouldn't you do like a jump shot? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's ah, good. One, huh? Yeah, we should open our own. Yeah, yeah. So the kids get the Uncle Drew brew, the and then get, get the, the jump, jump shot, and <laughs> the adults get the Scotty Pimpin jump shot. <laughs> I don't know. Probably Scotty Pippen. And then you chugging. go in the bathroom and you look at the urinal and you're like, somebody missed a three pointer. Yeah. Ah, there it is. There Ta-da. it is. <laughs> Seriously, the only thing I know of basketball, of course, Michael Jordan, yep. because Michael Jordan, but like Dream Team, like Scotty Pippen, oh, yeah. Charles Barkley, just because there was like a. Larry Bird? Yeah, Larry Bird. There was that national, you know, surrounding. That was the one was, where they were in the Olympics and all the other teams were just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I know just from like modern from news i know kobe bryant and lebron james mm-hmm. and that's yeah, yeah. well she killed be from steel i know Shaq. that's Just, obvious. yeah kazam that's yeah. where you know Shaq from yeah and from shazam i know sinbad that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming in at number i think you mean, s- think you mean zach I, I still have the uh 
from Adam Sandler stand up. Oh, he's got a joke about who's was it? Uh, was it Magic Johnson who scored a hundred points in the game? Possibly, or uh, maybe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know, but he's like he's like uh, he's like let me do the impersonation of of uh, of the other guys on the team. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 very true. Nice. That's, yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number seven, Ocean's Eight with five point four million dollars. That's only a thirty five percent drop. So wow, people still going out to see that one hundred and twenty six million dollars domestic on that Some one. Big old swing. I think miss. these lady movies might be a thing. They might be. What? We're gonna they have to put be. more of the ladies in movies. <laughs> swing and a miss. What was for it? me? Like it was. It's oh. one of those flicks. That, did we talk about this? No. Okay. Uh. You know how in the first in the ocean the original thir- three you never saw them did you Kevin well, the I original s- one was not Frank the original Sinatra. one Dean Martin. I mean the remake I mean the, the remake yeah uh, well, like, I saw the first one okay so you know how like the there's the idea that the heist may not work yeah this one I never like it was just like oh we've got everything everything figured they're out they're superheroes basically yeah like in the yeah. in in those three movies there's always that air that air of we're gonna get caught. Like we've we, yeah. or we've gotten caught. Yeah. Where in this one, it's just like no, everything we have is figured out. Like there's yeah. no, there's no. I, in the original, they the get heist, caught, don't they, they? It doesn't work. <laughs> right, right, right. They, um, I mean, they get. A, I think they get away with it, but uh, the they uh, spoilers for movies from 1962 <laughs> or whatever. But they end up, uh, if memory serves, they end up hiding the money like on a guy who's on a dead guy. Yeah, and they end up, and they're like, "We're gonna dig them up and get the money back." And then the movie ends with them like they cremate them, right? And oh. they're just like, and that's how it ends. Yeah. So they don't get arrested, and but like, they don't get the money either. And like, no coroner checks the clothes of a dead. Like to no. think that nobody would <laughs> check a dead guy well, before they get. Buried. Yeah, you go. I mean, if Miracle Max has taught us anything, you go through their pockets for loose because <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. But I, I will say, Joe. So like the. It, Ocean's Eight. I think there were entertaining aspects. Sure, of it. sure. The writing is terrible. It's not they do not play as far to anybody's as the plot, strengths. As far as the dialogue, it's terrible. They try to make them the original counterparts. They're so unbelievable as human beings. Like the 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 way that that they act. Like the way that Scarlett Johansson and Kate Blanchett interact. Scarlett like Johansson's no, not in this movie. Sandra Bullock. There you go. Yeah. You the go. way that Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett interact. Like. And and all of them, they're just like humans. Just don't like every she's line. Trying, she's is, trying to do a Danny Ocean impression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every line felt like they're like this character's so cool. Every line's going to be cool, and they get in situations where you're just like, people don't even like. That's just not real. None right. of them felt like. Yeah, real. but you don't. I don't think you go to this movie for realism. I didn't. No, I, mean, I, I, I don't say the I same thing about Juno or Casablanca. Yeah, like I didn't go yeah, for the realism, you know? but I the idea that they had like every. I was dotted and T was crossed and every turn they're going to have something set up where it's like, Oh no, we got it. Like, I mean, no big deal. I, I yeah. think the impersonation it's, it felt forced is the problem. I mean, I, I get that it's a movie, but the problem is everything like Joe said was so forced. And then I really hated if, I don't know, uh, minor spoilers, but the James Corden character, I really I hate James Corden, <laughs> but I, I thought he, I my complaint about James Gordon was that he, he seemed like the only one actor. Well, with the exception of Anne Hathaway, who was yeah. actually having fun. I would agree. And so he ends yeah. up because I end up leaving this movie that's supposed to be about all these women thinking I want to see a James Corden movie. 
yeah. but, but that character doesn't make sense. So he's put away the dad two times in jail. And no, he's the, put brother. Away, the brother. The brother. Well, she said he puts the dad. He's put the dad oh, away too, or whatever. Well, I, I feel like he's too young to put the dad away. I yeah. don't. Maybe. So yeah, he's he's put away Danny Ocean twice in jail, and he's done all this. But yet he commits insurance fraud with Sandra Bullock. Why would he care about Have that? Have you character? seen Sandra Bullock? It, it didn't I'd make commit, her. I'd commit insurance like, fraud. He was, might even do it for George Clooney. Maybe. But he's, he's a good-looking man. He's okay with her committing insurance fraud and just to recover something and putting away an innocent person. Like, I didn't like that at all. But I he thought. was kind of a douchebag. But he's a by, but he's playing a by the books. Like I, I'm going to put your family away. I'm going to put you away. But then he works with it. it was that's dumb. what I'm saying. The like, everything, everything was it's, tied up in a nice little bow. Yeah. Where like in the in eleven, twelve, and thirteen, they were just like like this. I, one of the scenes that people don't like that I do like is where uh, Julia Roberts dresses up as Julia Roberts and she has a run in with Bruce Willis yeah. like in in the second one. And she's and you know somebody's like oh can I have your autograph and she's like oh sure and she signs it and he Bruce Willis goes you're left handed and Julia Roberts is just like right oh it's because I'm pregnant and it's just so well, that's wow. funny it's like yeah. it's a, it's a good little scene where he was, they realize that she's not really Julia Roberts interesting coming in at number eight is Tag with three point three million dollars that's a forty four percent drop that movie is up to forty eight million dollars now domestic another seven or so overseas so we're in the fifty four fifty five million the idea of the rated R comedy is gone away for now it seems to be petering well, out a little yeah. bit I, mean, I think it just depends on the quality you know I mean that's what I mean like the I think Aptow has moved away from movies for now. I don't know. I mean, he worked on that Shandling doc, which was insanely good. That was just a passion project. Yeah. But but yeah. It was, oh, man, that was yeah. good. Um, but yeah, like, and Todd Phillips hasn't done anything. There, Adam McKay has kind of got away from the comedy aspect. He's making real movies. He's making, now. like, you yeah. know, what was it? The yeah. Big Short? And, the Big Short. Yeah. Well, Todd Phillips else? even tried it. Did he do War Dogs? Yeah, but that still had that Todd Phillips. But it was, but it was still a more serious yeah, take sure. on. Well, his know. next movie is a Joker movie. So. I got to tell you. So he's going back to comedy. <laughs> I don't know. Like this, this movie, this Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, Martin, Scorsese, by Martin Scorsese. Like that's super interesting. Oh, I'm so excited for it's, it. There's going to be no middle ground on that movie. You're not going to walk out of that going. Eh. I mean, you're okay. going to be like, ugh, or like, but, holy shit. But think about it. First of all, Martin Scorsese, king of comedy. Agreed. I think yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is one of the greatest living actors. Agreed. I, I mean, I think that's, you know, Todd Phillips obviously can make a, a, he can, he knows comedy, but he also can obviously take a serious tone and, mm-hmm. and combine those two. Like, I I think it's all there. My like, only fear is that they're going to try to make him like a tragic character. And I feel like that goes against the Joker. We're like, I don't want to feel sorry for the Joker. Like that's kind of where, I, and that I mean, if they're if they're basing it off the Killing Joke, not the shooting of Batgirl, but like the whole, the origin, the aspect. origin, and he's, he's a stand-up comic. Well, he's comic, a failing comic a who has blah, blah, blah. to turn to a you know does like one crime and then falls into a vat of chemicals and becomes the worst villain <laughs> ever. I have a feeling. So there's two. There's the the Killing Joke and there's the Man Who Laughs, uh, by Ed Brubaker and um, mm-hmm. Doug Monkey. I have a feeling it's going to be a combination of those. Well, there's the original. What do you mean? Well, there's the original origin where he works security for the playing card company and swims through Nevada chemicals to steal a million dollars. Yeah, but I hope... I don't think you can... 
if you're do if you have Todd Phillips doing this, he's gonna be the, it's gonna be the failing stand up comedian. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. It, I be. mean, it's King. It's Martin Scorsese. It's got right. that King of Comedy. I'm just saying, there's that's the first origin. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, they're, they're, I have a feeling he'll be the Red Hood. Yeah. Fallen can't get the hood of has the run in. That's the other question. Batman has to be in the movie. Yeah. But what Batman do we get? Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe the one that will tie into what's his face. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt Reeves. I'm sure Matt. Re- that would be okay. Yeah. If they're just like, oh, by the way, here's your new Batman. Yeah, we'll see. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, coming Carl, at Carl Urban. Coming at number nine is a limited release film. Won't you be my neighbor? Which is awesome. I just saw it a couple days ago. I, I have not seen it, but everybody's raving about it. Some uh, serious buzz. It's great. It made two point six million, which is a seven percent increase in week five, limited to eight hundred ninety three locations. It is at twelve million dollars domestic. You know, already in limited release. Like, is this a is this a biopic? A it's bio a, doc- it's a documentary. It's a documentary about Mister Rogers. Yeah. Does it talk about how he's the, like the greatest sniper in world war ii history it does or vietnam history it does which is lie but yeah right, his son right, says yeah, that's yeah. not real but no that's uh, one of the great i love that it's it, it's, it's like marilyn funny. manson level right yeah it is very it is funny um they do address it but i yeah, know it's great i mean it is a it do is, they talk about how he had a rib removed so he could <laughs> perform fellatio on himself how, they, how he pulled the the color out of his one eye so yeah, he they, could look weird yeah they don't talk about do they that. talk about how uh <laughs> he uh died from drinking coke and pop rocks <laughs> or that he's Polly from the wonder years do oh they talk God. about the fact that he had to have uh, a gallon of semen pump from his stomach <laughs> so mr rogers neighborhood <laughs> so they don't then yeah the, no. the sniper thing is addressed but i don't uh, know how they miss all this uh, me either I, that's that's missed yeah, opportunities yeah. big time it's great i mean the the whole premise is basically it shows you how mr Ro- rogers started with the television show and in his entire life and basically the entire point is that he was on on screen and off screen, the same person. Yeah, like, like he really I was remember that great. Eddie Murphy tells the story. Is this yeah. in the documentary? Eddie, they show Mister Robinson's neighborhood a clip Eddie, from it. But. but you know, obviously, he did the famous, and he said, that he, "Who is it?" He said uh, he was somewhere, and he he met Mister Rogers, and he's like, "They're like, oh, Mister Rogers was here," and he was like, "He's like, oh, I'm gonna go say hi to him," and he's like, thinking that like he's gonna be like, it's a character he drops, and he's like. Yo, man, what's up? And, and being like just full on Eddie right, Murphy, right? And uh, and he's like, "It's very nice to meet you." Oh, that's hilarious. I heard you do a very funny impersonation of of me. Yeah. Like not like like I got you, but like I've heard it's very funny and people really enjoy. it. And they it. address that. Like yeah. the one thing is that they with the impersonations, he he didn't like anything that was mean spirited because Mister Rogers obviously was all about you know. So if it was just a in fun kind of a thing, like he liked some of that stuff, but there were some really mean ones that they show clips from, maybe like Second City or Mad TV. Oh. You know, some of them were really like making Mister Rogers out to be. Just, yeah, there's a in a. I'm trying to think if it was chasing dogma. Okay. Which is the Kevin, Kevin Smith? It's a comic book by Kevin Smith that is the link between where Jay and Bob leave in Chasing Amy and how they end to up where in they dogma. show up in Dogma. I've never heard of this in my life. It's Jay and Bob really? Strike Back. Wow, no. you've never heard of this? I've never heard. Yeah, of it. it's, it's basically Jay and Bob Strike okay. Back. Okay, uh, Duncan Fergrito does the art. It's it's very funny. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a whole scene in there where Jay sees Mister Rogers and like he sees him getting in a limo and he runs up to the limo. And they draw him very nicely uh, to begin with. And then, like, he flicks Jay's fingers off, like, the, the like the window and gives him the finger. Yeah. And Jay's like, oh, yeah. Hollywood, never meet your heroes. Exactly. Yeah. That's, the, that's the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like. I'm pretty sure it's called Jay. It's 
chasing dogma. Nice. Yeah. And rounding out the top 10 is Deadpool 2 in week 8. Still making some nice money. Uh, almost $2 million is only a 50% drop. It is up to $314.5 million domestic. Another 400 plus overseas. So we're approaching the around $730-ish million worldwide on a $110 million budget. <laughs> Disney's just like, I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, too late. <laughs> yeah. Got in right into the wire. So, yeah, I mean, that's a huge success, especially for a sequel where everyone's like, you know, can they capture lightning in a bottle again? Yes, they can. They, $700 million. I, and then the third one is an X-Force movie that's going to have that uh, Domino, Cable, hmm. Deadpool, uh, I guess, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, and... Uh, and Yuki? Yuki. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I wait. So <laughs> that's the box office. Thank you, Gavin. You're welcome. You know, I was looking over the box office real quick, and I just can't help but notice one how many intri- movies. What? Well, well, no, it's the same number of movies every week. It's well, ten. I mean, how many? How many companies? No. Oh. Uh, I'm looking at. Will you tell us what you were thinking, Tom? Sure. <laughs> so we just keep guessing. I'll just enough. keep guessing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't think there's any movie in the top ten that's not a success. That's probably true. This is a this is a huge year for movies. They're already talking about the first half of 2018 is already like beating records from record years or something. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge. I don't have the exact number, obviously, but uh, the 2018 is huge for movies. But yeah, I mean, financially, every movie in the top ten is making money. I think the the weakest entry uh, is probably Tag. Oh, right on. Yeah, you know and that doubled its budget. Yeah. That's it's that's interesting. I wonder I wonder what is I mean it's not like they're putting out uh academy award-winning caliber stuff. Yeah, I don't think anything on this list is going to win an academy. Well, well, Incredibles 2 maybe best p- animated, animated picture. picture. I really hope just throwing it out there that Isle of Dogs wins. I don't want Pixar to win because they're Pixar every year. Throw I, throw I, you know what? Throw Incredibles into best picture. Yeah, it should be nominated for best yeah. picture. I agree. And then let Isle of Dogs have Yeah. As, you know, yeah. Uh, well, agree to disagree. That's fair. Yeah, yeah I, just, uh, like, I, 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 you know my position. On I do, it does, but I agree it does with not you. work for me. I agree, I, but did I also you see Isle of Dogs? I did, and oh. I, but I will also say I think he works better in animated. Yeah. Like when he does those things, it's still that world makes more sense with that quirky. I mean, ab- absolutely, but it's still I I liked Incredibles two more. Like, yeah. I legit just yeah. enjoyed it. I just think for like animation, just as an as a piece of art, like Isle of Dogs, yeah. I just feel is. You know, and it's yeah. a different type of yeah. thing. Like in terms of like the Pixar, I mean they they've got their machine down. Sure. And so they yeah. like they they might be drawing new types of things or not even drawing, I guess, but they are. But you know, they are. Yeah. It's but a, um, they've uh, been looking good for a really long. Yeah. Time. So where here, he has the, to, he had to basically invent something. Yeah. Here's the question though: What happens now that Lasseter's gone? Like, does it take a dip? Does it? Does the quality take a dip? Does you know, like that's the question. Yeah, is now that he's gone and out of the picture. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so either. But who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, we'll like see. we shall see. He's gonna laugh. You know, I mean, all I, the way to the bank. I, I just. I mean, I just want to say for 2018, touching on that point. Black Panther, number one, seven hundred million dollars domestic. Avengers, number two, six hundred and seventy-four million dollars domestic. Incredibles two, five hundred million already. Um, you know, jumping to number six, Solo, two hundred and ten million. I know that's quite a drop, but you know, it's just like Disney. When you look at the box office with the companies they own, that's insane. Yep. That one company, yeah, can own that much, and especially the number one and two. Being- well, here's the thing: is come twenty nineteen, 
there's no more Fox. You're going to have Sony, Warner Brothers, yeah. Disney. I mean, there I, will be Fox, but I think they'll own it. Yeah. Well, it'll, right, right, right. Disney, 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 Fox. But yeah. right, right. I think they're still going to keep that as a as a moniker. Yeah. They yeah. can't. I mean, it's a huge studio. They can't just be like, all right, it's you guys now. all come over to Buena Vista or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, well, they, and as we talked about before, it's a way to distance themselves from edgier movies. Right. Like, exactly. They're not going to put out Deadpool with a Disney logo on it, but no. they can put it out with a Fox logo. Absolutely. On it. So yeah. that that brand will, I don't think, will go. Do you think you get re-edits of all the Star? War stuff with the Fox fanfare? No. I why wouldn't you? They own it. Why not? My guess is no, just because those movies have been such hits. Right. Until solo. <laughs> that which I saw again on the cruise ship. Still good. Still a good movie. Yeah, I don't know I what the hell is wrong with you. It, there's, it not, I've not, I haven't not, talked to anybody that's seen the movie that has been like that so was bad. I, no, I, it's only the internet. It's yeah. the it's those garbage. Yeah, we Dick talk Cole about fans. it over on the. I don't think Tom mentioned we have a Patreon. Oh, uh, sorry, but yeah. you know, but uh, we talked about it on the last episode about the Star Wars thing and the fans because I even mentioned I saw Solo three times. It was just as fun the third time. Like, yeah. it's, it's great. I kind of went off. I got on leech there for a second on that Patreon episode. Yeah. So with no bleeps. So <laughs> tune in ready. That. There you go. That's what you get. So well, anyway, we should probably. Uh, stick a fork in this one so let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them this is joe you can follow me on the twitter at joy butts b-u-t-t-s 21 this is kevin follow me on twitter at kevin r bracket and this is tom you can follow me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe uh if you want to continue the conversation online find us at facebook.com slash real spoilers uh or on twitter at real spoilers or at our website real spoilers.com so uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Ant-Man and the Wasp. They're so tiny. Until then, you've been warned. So I'm at this art museum with my cousin Ignacio, right? And there was this like abstract expressionism exhibit. But you know me, I'm more like a neo-cubist kind of guy, right? But there was this one Rothko that was sublime, bro. Oh, my God. Luis. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I, you know, uh, I just get excited and stuff. But anyway, anyway, and Ignacio tells me, yo, I met this crazy fine writer chick at the spot last night. Like, fine, fine. Like, crazy, stupid, fine. And he goes up to the bartender and goes, look at the girl I'm with. You know what I'm saying? She's crazy, stupid, fine, right? And the bartenders are all like, yeah, crazy, stupid, fine.